the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I am joined by my co-host, Anita Rhodes, and uh, she was telling me off the air that uh, she has plenty of opinions, and she's now working on getting some informed opinions. (laughs) But but she has not let that stop her. Welcome, and uh, she's also with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots and, uh, and other uh, patriot and activist groups in the area, and we have a great project, we're, a conference we're working on. We're going to talk about that in a little bit later in the show. Uh, first up today is, and I think this is really an amazing story that didn't get it as much attention as it deserved, and the coverage that it did get was basically just on the numbers. And this was that, and according to the latest Rasmussen poll, that 56% believe that cheating affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. And this is up 5% in the same poll from April. And 41% believe it is highly likely that cheating affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Uh, 65% believe that mail, increasing mail, vote by mail will increase cheating, duh. And 51% believe that is likely. So that, on one level, that's, that's good, and, and that people are recognizing the truth. But this is, well, I think this is really amazing, is that since the election, we ha- we've, there's, there has been nonstop gaslighting on the, on the election fraud by the mainstream media, the Democrat Party, but then I repeat myself, and most most elected Republicans have either have oh yeah Biden was legitimately elected or at least they've just they've they've, they've ducked the issue. There's been big ten big dem tech censorship. Uh, you still you can sometimes you can get away with posting some stuff about the uh, about the election, but they've been censoring it, removing it, removing people that do post it, and limiting the reach of what it is. And a lot of the conservative media have run away from it. Fox News has stayed way away from it. Even Tucker Carlson, and he's the best they got, he's, he's ducked the issue. Uh, Breitbart, another good uh, source on our side, has largely ducked the issue. Uh, Gateway Pundit has been the best on this issue. And only a few Republicans have dared to talk about it. Donald Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Rundy Rogers, who's a great state senator in Arizona, some other, and some others, but very, I mean, very, very limited. And notwithstanding that, the truth is getting out there. It's still disseminating. P- people are looking at this. They look at the opposition to any kind of audit. And if there is an audit, as in Arizona, it was fanatical. Every make them pay for every inch opposition, every step of the way to hinder it, delay it, block it. And the same thing in Georgia is they've been trying to get access to review the ballots. Okay, well, why, why can't why can't we why can't if it's an honest election, why can't we look at the ballots? But just this week, a judge blocked access to examining the ballots in Fulton County, Georgia, which is where Atlanta is and where the center of uh, the vote fraud was in Georgia. The Republicans in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, all control the state legislatures and could be investigating the vote fraud and the election integrity in their states, but they haven't been. There's one committee in Pennsylvania that's trying to do something, but again, it's you. It's every step of the way. You, it's opposed. You have to subpoena. You have to go to court. And notwithstanding all that, the truth is getting out there. And I think this. I think this is actually a. Uh, this is this, this is a big deal. 
Yes, it is, Greg. And I think it's an opportune time for the Republican Party to step up now and acknowledge the truth. Prior to that, I understand the party is a little bit wobbly, a little squishy. We didn't want to be out there by ourselves. A little bit? That. Yeah, okay, a lot of bit. Squishy. But now that it's coming out, they, we really should take a stand and help the truth come out. But they're not. For the most part, they are not. And this is, and I've, I've watched this for one long time, is that they have run away from this issue. And the Democrats have been stealing elections for decades. And in 2020, it went up to industrial level. I mean, it was it was just, it was it was at a at a order of magnitude at least more than what they had done in the past. It, uh, Joe Biden pr- probably inadvertently spoke the truth when he said that he put together the most comprehensive and and inclusive. Of course, it has to be inclusive uh, voter fraud organization in U.S. history. Well. Yeah, I think he's told the truth. But also, um, forgive me for saying this statement, but I think it'll drive the point home. If you have a sucker, lick it. The Republican Party has been a sucker to the Democrat Party due to a lack of courage. And the Democrat Party is licking it. It's very easy. It's almost like taking candy from a baby now. The Republican Party, for some reason, we haven't found our strength. And that may be part of the reason our party is bleeding support. The constituents, we support our strong leaders, but we don't have many of them. That's true. Uh, you, look at the, you look at the Warriors, Donald Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene, a few others. Rand Paul comes to mind uh, and a few others through, through there. But by and large, they're... Yeah, yeah they'll, I mean, they'll oppose the big spending bill, they'll vote against that, and they'll criticize Biden for an open borders, and, but they're not warriors. Our warriors are few and far between. If that's the case, if they're the, the statesmen, statesmen, the negotiators, not warriors, then it would behoove them to reposition the team and put the warriors out front so we can begin to win these battles and get victory for this war. I, don't th- I think most of them don't recognize that there is a war. I think most of them, it's, it's, it's politics, and it goes one, swings one way, goes the other way. Um, but I, I think most of them don't get that. And certainly they don't acknowledge it. Certainly don't acknowledge it. And it's going to be interesting. Uh, next week, we're going to have Congressman, at least we're scheduled to, Congressman Jay Obernotti, who is, I really question whether he understands there's a war. And we'll treat him, we'll, you know, we're going to treat him respectfully, but we're going to, I'm, we're going to ask him some uh, interesting questions about how he sees these things. May I share an experience that I had with um, Mr. Obernotti? Sure. The last time um, I was at a Republican women's meeting, and um, the last thing I remember him saying, and I was standing up speaking, is that we must be nice. We must be nice. And I've, that's been, um, I've been thinking about that often. And I think it's time to stop being nice. I think we should be courteous, respectful. But we need to have some force and some push. So the nice guys have gotten us to the position that we're in. Nice to me, Greg, is we've tolerated evil. We've compromised on evil, all for the sake of saying, well, I'm a nice person. No, our moderate Republicans, we need to hold them accountable because they've been nice instead of effective. And it's harmed not only California, it's harmed our nation. Well, the question is, do they, do they recognize that the Democrat Party, not the not rank and file people that may happen to vote Democrat, but the, the leadership of the party, the... Uh, not just the, in the party, but their whole uh, Democrat Party industrial complex of labor unions, of uh, the teacher, including the teacher unions, of uh, the various nonprofit organizations they have, big woke corporations, the whole lot of them are evil, and I don't know that, and I don't know that they get that. Um, I would, during the 1930s, Winston Churchill tried, repeatedly warned generally to no avail, about the dangers of Nazi Germany. And they were rearming, 
And most people didn't want to hear. They didn't want to recognize. Because if you recognize that the Nazis are evil, if you recognize the communists are evil, then things fall from that. If you recognize that the Democrats stole the 2020 presidential election and probably a lot of races down the ballot from there, then you sort of got to do something about it. So it's easier. The easier course of action in, is, to, is to not see it, to not recognize that. Then and things continue on as normal. Go to the next cocktail party. Go to the next fundraising dinner. Um, go have a hearing. This, and politics as usual if you don't recognize the nature of the threat. I take exception to the premise, them not recognizing it. I think they recognize it. And what you said, I think, is also true, is that it's easier to not acknowledge it. And then that speaks to courage. It also speaks to their character, speaks to honesty. It speaks to justice. So they're good-looking on the outside, well-spoken, even well-educated. Well, lots of well-educated people that do dumb things. Obviously. And warriors are not, and the warriors are not necessarily the best educated people. I mean, they may be. And Donald Trump, I went to some big, uh, big business school and so on. Ronald Reagan, I think, went to you know some little college in Iowa. So, well educated doesn't mean warrior war and courage and some of the things that really matter. I agree, and there's um, it's very important that we recognize wisdom is needed very much in how to proceed in dealing with a lot of these issues. It takes courage, but it also takes wisdom. It doesn't have to be a vicious fight and battle, but it does. We do need to stand up, speak plainly, and hold the line on certain points as opposed to backing up all the time, and then we back up against the wall, and then we just melt and give in to everything. I mean, that's got to stop. Right. Like Mitch McConnell just did on <laughs> raising the debt. And raising the debt ceiling, so so which then it, it just it's it's like someone who has a, is a prolific at spending, and we just oh just, we'll just raise your credit card limit, and quite, it, it doesn't address the problem. Let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor Ed Hoffman of Planet Home Lending, place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and my co-host this week is Anita Rhodes, having a good discussion about the nature of the struggle before us and uh, honesty and truth and who is an evil versus good and courage to stand up to evil. The enemy, Democrat Party, the mainstream media, operate, the entire ruling class for that matter, operate on the principle enunciated by Lenin that a lie repeated often enough becomes the truth. And we see this repeatedly throughout our, our public life, whatever it is, whether it's covid Ivermectin, the amount of people who have the number of cases, uh, whether the, the nature of the so-called vaccine, and uh, and beyond that is, uh, and w- there's one kind of humorous example. There was a, I don't know, a week or two weeks ago, there was a car race, and the winner was named Brandon somebody. So this, M- this NBC reporter is interviewing him as the winner, and he's talking about the race and trying, you know, what, what his strategy was and so on. 
And over in the crowd, there are organized chants of, I can't use, can't use the full word, F. Joe Biden. F. Joe Biden. And it was loud enough that the reporter had to acknowledge it. So she said, and so she said, yeah, they're, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and this, 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 this joke has taken off since then uh, as being synonymous with, instead of saying, which you may not be able to want to say in polite company, um, F. Joe Biden, it's become, let's go, Brandon. So her little lie of what the crowd was saying, trying to cover up for Joe Biden, has become um, has has grown exponentially beyond what it would have been if she had ignored it or even had acknowledged the truth. So you, you just love you just love to see that, and you see it all over the country. People are you know, there are memes, there are the airplanes flying over stadiums and so on. And some of the stadiums you actually you're, you're saying you know they're using the F the F Joe Biden version of it. you see that there, there are mass chants in various college football games, other events, uh concerts, some you know it's 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 taken off. And uh there was a there was a there was a meme and I've seen the picture before where Biden is meeting with Obama and whatever Obama's doing a face plant. So in this so in this one um Biden is saying, "Yeah, I'm popular. Everyone wants to have sex with me," and and then and then and and Obama's saying, "No, Joe, that's not what they mean by F Joe Biden." <laughs> but it but it it, it, uh, it is a larger issue, and that is the, the systematic lying across the government, corporate sector, the ruling class. There were work stoppages, work slowdowns at Southwest Airlines that caused thousands of flights to be canceled. And they, the airline denies, oh, it has nothing to do with the, co- with the uh, vaccine mandate. And the government denies, it has nothing to do with the vaccine mandate. But of course, if you talk to the pilots, it has everything to do with the vaccine mandate. So they just, they look you in your face and they lie as casually and without regret as someone would say good morning. So before I before I before I you get a chance to uh, give us your opinions, informed or otherwise, <laughs> there was a, there, there was a, there was a great example of this. So there was a, a car, another car race, and there were these three children that had they were gonna, you know, we're going to let this gentleman start your engines. Okay, so so the three kids do this, and we'll pick it up from here. They're going to help kick this thing off. All right, guys, ready? In three, two, one. Drivers, start your engines. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and it was it was live. There was nothing they could do about it. And you can see the face of the report of the of the guy who had the microphone. He knew, there was, he knew there was nothing he could do about this. A little ten year old kid, and it was just just another humorous example of this. Of what or it's a more, it's a more serious issue is you can you operate a uh, you can you operate a, a free society in which based on lies and lack of trust. No, you cannot. But I have to tell you, I am very happy to have that phrase to be able to say, let's go, Brandon, so that I can say what I really mean in a very dignified manner. And everyone knows what we mean. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's quite nice, actually. Unfortunately, we really feel that way. And I think the idea is we've got a lot of buyer's remorse. And I think it's also indicative, Greg, of how oftentimes we make choices based on form rather than substance. What I mean by that is we had a leader previously that was such a strong leader, but didn't have the form that we liked. And this time we chose form, really a shadow of well, we, a man. Well, I think coming back to our, our very opening, he, we didn't choose that. That notwithstanding everything they threw at him, the, the biased media, the big dem tech censorship, the COVID... And query, you know, was that just an amazing coincidence that it came up in an election year or not? Um, I would lean towards the not, but I can't. Point well taken. I I can't definitively prove it. Notwithstanding all of that, it was only as a result of massive organized systemic vote fraud that Biden squeaked through and won. Yes. And what's unfortunate about that, Greg, is that the American people, I think, have we've some of us have lost our moral bearings before that would have been egregious, whether it was our guy, our party or not. Now, it appears that some Americans, if it's their team that's lying, cheating and stealing, 
they're okay with it. I remember when Americans were not that way. And something has happened to the moral fiber of a lot of our people. And I think they don't realize it. Why does this I think they've been drugged to the left and they don't realize it. But they're waking up now. Well, we'll see. Um, interesting question. As to what extent do, and the, I, the poll that we talked about at the beginning, about 56% believe that cheating affected the outcome of the presidential election. That poll did not, at least what I had read, does not uh, break it down by partisan affiliation. Earlier poll from Rasmussen did, and it was about 75% of Republicans believed that, but still about 30% of Democrats believe that. So you'd, you'd expect that there, there can be a, a significant partisan difference. So to what extent, and I've seen some of this online, is do the people, do the Democrats, they, 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 they listen to the mainstream media, they read the mainstream media, do they genuinely believe that Biden won Honestly, and I think I think a fair number of them do, and they just they don't see they don't see the information to the contrary, or if they do, their brains filter it out. And this is a very hum, this is a very human human quality, is that we tend uh, the brain tends to filter out or ignore information that does not fit with what we already believe, is and that's true. And, and that's 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 generally true of human nature, and, and it's something that we all need to be cognizant of and it's true on our side too i mean our people will do the same thing is if you hear you know the mainstream media says x or biden says x uh, you tend not to you tend not to believe that and probably with good cause but it's called confirmation bias and it's a, it's a very real phenomenon but the leadership i mean the, the people the, the politicians they know it i th- at least I do. I think the vast majority of them realize the election was stolen, but for whatever reason, the, de- the Democrats are good with it. The media is good with it. Uh, Republicans are either they, they may be okay. We're, yeah, we're, we're happy they went along with. We're, we're happy that Trump is gone. I think a lot of them feel are happy with Trump is gone, or they're just they lack the courage to stand up and say the election was stolen. Yes, they lack that courage. And since they're happy that Trump is gone and all of the great administrative executive work that he did, why don't they step up and do it themselves? Why did they let all of that fall to the wayside? Or why don't they reintroduce the same solutions that Trump implemented? Reintroduce them. Now, another question is, I don't understand why Joe Biden and his administration were so foolish to undo all of that to me. He could have come into office and smooth sailing, let everything Trump do, um, everything Trump did stay in place. America would be functioning well and he'd have a great reputation, a great legacy. But instead, they made this foolish decision. And I don't know. Oh, I think I I think you recognize Biden. One is Biden's not making the decisions Two, they don't want things to move smoothly. You look at the borders. COVID, fax mandates, preventing access to effective treatments in ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, um, the inflation, unsustainable spending, whatever the policy is. The, the Afghanistan debacle, uh, letting China, sell, approving, uh, didn't get a lot of attention, the Biden administration approved sale of scarce, scarce computer chips to China. At the same time, American car manufacturers and probably other companies are shutting down production because they can't get enough computer chips. Just one, just one little example. So the only way you can rising crime, all, the whole the whole thing. The only way all this you, you, makes sense if you look at it through the prism that they are trying. This Tucker Carlson said this some months ago. They're trying to wreck the country. If you look at what they're doing through that prism, through that lens. And only when you look at it through that lens does it make sense. And you got 42 seconds to respond. The deconstruction of the United States, the deconstruction of America. Clearly, that's what they're doing. Now, the question is for all of the listeners and hearers, do you want the America, the traditional America of old? Or do you want this new idea that no one has bothered to explain to you how great it's going to be? Do you want a country based on the principles that made America great, free, and prosperous, that we are endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights? Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And a nation based on those principles, that, that's the why of America, became the greatest, most prosperous, strongest economy and country in the world. 
in less than 200 years. And uh, do you want that, or do you want something uh, based on a philosophy of, gov- of big government control, socialism, which has failed everywhere it's been tried? But we are past out of time for this half hour. Stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite, i.e. Radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, host of the main event right here on AM590, The Answer. I'm excited to tell you about my first book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, available right now at edhoffman.net. This book is for all of you who enjoy my advice on business, parenting, politics, and life in general. I'm sharing my life experiences to help you because it's like I always say, experience is the best teacher, especially when it's someone else's experience. In this book, you'll get stories from my life I've never talked about on the show, from growing up, from the early days of my career, and even from my time as a world champion competitive arm wrestler. True story. But if you listen to the main event, you'll recognize a lot of your favorite parts on the show in this book. Movie quotes, real estate investment advice, and of course, lots of politics talk from a conservative perspective. Here's what the one and only Dennis Prager said. Experience Matters is a treasure trove of practical advice. It has turned each one of his many varied and engaging adventures into a gem of wisdom. Read this book and profit. Then get your son or daughter to read it. Bribe them if you have to. That's how good and how much fun this book is. Pre-order Experience Matters. Here's mine by Ed Hoffman at edhoffman.net. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Anita Rhodes, and we are both enthusiastic fans of Brandon. We are cheering on Brandon, saying, let's go, Brandon, all the time. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Uh, Before we go on to our next subject, I want to come back to our talking about trust and lying, that there's a... One of the one of the polling questions done is 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 the trust in government, and you go all the way back under Eisenhower, it was in the seventy percent range, and it gradually increased to uh, by the early Johnson administration it's up to seventy seven percent, and it's basically I mean it's been some fluctuations, but it's been on a downhill slide, and you're now down to twenty four percent. Less than a quarter that believe that the government will do the right thing uh, just about always or most of the time. And again, can you run, can you have a representative democracy with that low level of trust? And I, and I, I have serious question that you can. And it comes back to the systematic lying. So for decades, they, people have watched the politicians and the ruling class lie and lie and lie and lie and do the, pursue their own interests, not looking out for the, for the interests of the country and not looking out for the interests of the people. And you lose trust. And once you lose trust, it is really hard to get that back. It would, it would require, conversely, decades of trustworthy behavior to restore that. I think we've given too much power to our leaders. And by giving them too much power, our elected leaders, we have been irresponsible ourselves as citizens. We have a duty to hold them accountable. I think we've fallen into the mindset that once we elect them, then they're going to do the right thing and we can go back to living our lives of leisure. And that's where we, the people, have made our mistakes. So there's responsibility to go around. Yes, these people should be trustworthy, and they're not. Too much temptation, and no one is watching, looking over their shoulders. Too much money, too much power. That's that. The, yes. the more money and power it is, the more human nature is what it is. That's why the founders, um, who are it's, it's in the government-run schools and the universities, uh, are constantly demeaned as these are white. Heaven, that, that, you know, there's trouble right there. Some of them own slaves, which, which was legal at the time. And they're also that they're just, you know, what, what do those guys from the 18th century know about, uh, you know, what, what relevance do they have to, the, to modern times? Well, they produced the longest surviving constitution in the world. 
and the longest surviving republic in the world. Now, query how much longer those things are going to last, but they are right now the longest surviving ones. And the more power you have, the more temptation there is to use it. The more power, the more money there is. The more temptation there is to use it. And uh, all the way back to our one of our founders, George Washington, who said that few men have the virtue to withstand the highest bidder. Therefore, your intro statement, the most important office is that of the voting citizen. I'm not calling it. I see, I see you've, been pay, uh, you, you've been hanging on my every word, Anita. Since that's true, yeah, Greg, that, it behooves well, us, <clears throat> we the people, to take an interest, educate ourselves, be informed, and take that responsibility seriously. Right, which only, there may have been a time in which, you know, if you voted every two years, that was good enough, and, uh, you know, someone gets, we, a couple of weeks ago, one of my, my analogize our situation to a ship, the Titanic. We know what happened with, 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 with the Titanic. But okay, you're on the ship, and one captain gets in and steers 20 degrees to the left, or uh, that's port in, 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 in ship terms, in nautical terms, or the other guy gets in and steers 20 degrees to starboard to the right. Okay, yeah, everything's fine. I can, I, can enjoy, I can enjoy my cruise. And that's not true anymore especially when the when the when the captain's turning to the left is trying to steer the ship onto the rocks that means we chose the wrong captain how did we do that how did we know the captain of that ship did not have the wherewithal to make the right choices or even if we knew he deliberately wanted to destroy the ship how is it we did not discern that about his character? But, 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 the, but the real lesson is you can't leave the course of the ship right. and the speed of the ship to an operation of the ship, in this case, analogy to the government, okay. to just the captain. We, we can't just put him in, okay, and then go back to the, you know, playing shuffleboard and going to the restaurant and going to the shows and otherwise enjoying our cruise. We can't do that. We need, we, need, we need to be looking over the, their shoulders every step of the way and no, that's not what we want. Go that way. Precisely. And we could do that as a people. Not all of us have, have, uh, would be required to stand duty 24-7. As a people, select the right candidates. Have a system in place to evaluate them on an ongoing basis and not just them coming back giving us a book report, so to speak but watching them ensuring that they carry out their pledge to us. And we have to be wary of those candidates now that tell a lot of stories. They're very personable, gregarious people. But if we look a lot deeper, we'll see they don't have plans for us to represent us wherever they're going to lead. And we, the people, must vet better. And I'm oh, working Demo- on that. Oh, the Democrats have plans. They know, they know where they're going. Um Greg, I take exceptions to that. I don't think their people know that. The, the, the rank and file may not. Yes. They may not fully understand what they're doing. But the, but the people in charge, oh, they know apps. And that's part of why they're successful is they know what they're trying to do. They know what they're trying to accomplish. And you don't need to be a majority if you're dedicated, if you know what you want and you are dedicated to achieving that. And in the case of the Democrat Party, willing to do anything. And have and devoid and so your sole morality is what advances your political goals. Then you don't necessarily have to be a majority to to achieve that. Interesting and maybe somewhat related. There's an interesting article this week, and uh, it's up in the San Francisco Bay Area. The poll shows that 56 percent of respondents saying they plan to leave in the next few areas. Now this is an area that for the most heavily voted for. Gavin Newsom in the recent recall election. 80% voted for that. And I think every, probably every elected office up there is, is, is Democrats. Only all the ones the partisan offices are. Whether, and probably most of the non, where they don't have a party label on them, the mayor, city council, and so on. And you can go, like, why don't, instead of moving out of an area that you like, why why aren't they voting differently? Why 
I mean, even why is so? Why isn't there a Democrat? Okay, you don't want to be a, you know, okay, I'm not going to vote for a Republican. But why isn't there a Democrat that comes along and says, okay, yeah, I'm a Democrat, but we can't we we can't have people pooping on the streets. You can't have an. I mean, there's no reason why that a society like ours, a civilization, the 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 the, the people who work for a living, who pay for all this stuff, have to be stepping over the human poop on the streets. But that but that, that doesn't seem to happen. There was just a related story that uh, Walgreens closed another five stores in San Francisco. It already closed seventeen of them. Because of the crime is that under under the under Democrat Party policy in California, they people can walk in and they can steal up to nine hundred fifty dollars with impunity. Nothing is going to happen, and then they can go to the next store and do that. They can go to the next store and do that. They can go to the next store and do that, and come back to the first one and repeat the process. And as long as each theft is less than nine fifty, there are no consequences. My answer to that, Greg is a refrain I've said many times Democrat Americans take back your party stop electing foolish politicians like that they're not foolish they are not foolish Democrat Americans stop being foolish and electing evil people yes right stop it it's not about party label it's about your lives our lives not about party labels. We must look beyond the party labels. And we do need a two-party system, I guess. But we, Democrat Americans, must take some responsibility for putting these type of people in office. And, Greg, I'll say this. Um, I was born and raised a Democrat, if I may say that. And what I've learned is as a Democrat, I simply followed the person with the D behind their name. I did not understand politics, policies, anything like that. I didn't make any connection between my life being lousy and the people I put in office until the light bulb went on. Someone asked me, do you believe A, B, C, D, and E? I said, no, I don't believe in any of that. They said, well, for goodness sakes, why are you a Democrat? That light bulb never went off. So now I'm able to look at an individual and vote based on my values and priorities, my morality, all of that. And that's something conservatives do routinely. But Democrat voters typically don't. You'll have a lot of Democrat voters that will not agree with um, gun confiscation. They don't agree with late-term abortion. A lot of their morals, they don't agree with their party, but they continue to vote for them. I don't understand that disconnect. I just explained it somewhat, but... I think there are, I think, I think there are three answers to that. One is they're, they're not making the connection. And certainly the media that they consume isn't making that connection for them. That if, if there's homelessness, it's just, I mean, it's like the weather. It's just a, it's one of those uh, facts of nature, phenomenon of nature, nothing we can do about it. And so I think there's some people that just don't make that connection. I think there are some that they, they believe or have believe, been taught to believe that Republicans are evil. So they, so they, they would ne- never seriously consider voting for a Republican. It would be, be the equivalent of one of us, you know, we're going to vote for a Nazi. No, I mean a real Nazi, not a Republicans are Nazi Nazi, but a real Nazi. Uh, you wouldn't you just you, even if you had some good ideas, had a good tax plan, you wouldn't you'd be morally disqualified. And the, third is that the Republican they don't they don't perceive that the Republicans are offering anything better. So that if I was to vote for a Republican, there there, there, there isn't there isn't going to be human poop on the sidewalk. They're not going to be walking in th- organized gangs of thieves. They're not going to be able to go into stores and clean out the merchandise with impunity and so on. Housing prices, we can change the laws and policies to reduce housing costs, reduce energy costs. They just don't perceive that the Republicans could make a difference on any of these things. So it's some combination of those. Let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor, and then we have we have a great event coming up, and I don't want, I definitely don't want the show to go by without uh, without our discussing it and promoting it. After this word from All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident, because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 
951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. The uh, thought leader of the uh, Democrat Party, Vladimir Lenin, said that uh, give us the child for eight years and it will be a Bolshevik forever. Another infamous villain of history, Adolf Hitler, said that he alone who owns the youth gains the future. And the, uh, the Democrat industrial complex certainly understands that, which includes, of course, the teacher unions and uh, the, the government-run school system. Conversely, you have someone like Ronald Reagan, who also recognized it, and he said that if we, if we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. And uh, Donald Trump, against every law of society and nature, our children are taught in school to hate their own country and to believe that the men and women who built it were not heroes, but that they were villains. And you add on the triple X sex education, um, the uh, ethnic studies, critical race theory, which teaches children to be racist, which means to judge and treat other people based on the color of their skin. And school choice is coming, and that's good. The initiative as of Thursday, when we're recording, has just been released, and they, of course, gave it a, a biased title and summary and the title of it is, is the, the actual title of it is the educational freedom act because you have your child gets a fourteen thousand dollar educational savings account if you want to participate and you the parent can decide where to send your kid to the government-run schools to a private school uh, and if it's a private school it can be any accredited school Religious, non-religious, any any religious affiliation just has to be it just has to be accredited, or homeschooling. Now you can't use it, you can't pay yourself to homeschool, but there are certain expenses such as tutoring and, and other things that you could use the money for if you are homeschooling. So the title of this is requires state funding of religious and other private school education initiative, constitutional amendment, and statute. Requires provide yearly vouchers, which is the which is the term that uh, which is a, a, certainly a less desirable term. So it's, it's, so it's, it requires funding of religious schools. No, it doesn't require funding. It just says parents can choose whatever school they want to. But that's out, and we now have 180 days to gather enough signatures for this. We need just under a million valid signatures. So given how the other uh, side cheats. We probably need to get at least 2 million actual signatures so they can't winnow it down below the threshold of just under a million. If this passes and we are taking on very well-funded interest, just the California Teachers Association charges its members $1,000 per year. That's $350 million per year, $700 million per two-year election cycle. Now, some of that pays for exorbitant salaries and benefits and so on. So that's not all for for politics, but they've got lots of money. And our work work is cut out for us. But even if this passes, it's not going to be on the ballot until November of 2022. And so the earliest it could take effect would be for the fall term of 2023. So that's two years from now before you can rely on this to get your children out of the government-run schools. And with everything going on, uh, ethnic studies where they, under the official curriculum of the state of California, they have the children chanting to the Aztec gods of human sacrifice. No exaggeration. That's what's in there. Triple X sex education, where the any and all types of sexual practices are discussed and taught in the government-run schools. And gender confusion. They try to confuse the children into thinking they're the opposite gender. And, they, and in California, they could even take them for you know, an abortion or 
hormone replacement therapy without the parent's knowledge and, of course, consent. And giving, giving, them those, giving them those cross-sex hormones permanently sterilizes the child. That's the, that's the nature of the government-run schools, and it's my view is you can't wait. Is if you love God, if you love America, or, and or if you love your children, you need to find a way to get them out of the government-run schools now. And there are ways. Um, if you can't afford private school, and some, some families can, some families can't. Okay, if you can't, then there's homeschooling, and there is tremendous there are tremendous resources available for homeschoolers. It is not just you, the parent, usually mom, but it could be dad, uh, around the kitchen table with the kids. There are extracurricular activities. There are co-ops where you can go meet other other students and receive some outside instruction. Tremendous resources that will let you pick and choose and custom design an education program that you believe is right for your children. And they do better. Um, and this leads to what, we're, what we definitely want to promote is we are organizing a conference on this very subject at the Ark Church on November 13th, Saturday, between 9 and 12 is the actual program with speakers, and there'll be a, an exhibition hall with uh, people that are doing homeschooling and people that are providing services and materials for homeschoolers, at the, also at the Ark Church of the Nazarene in Redlands, and there'll be more about this in the details later, and it'll be, it's free and open to the public, and among other things you're going to learn about that in terms of homeschooling is yes, you can, and here's how. Because there are, there are mothers and parents and families that are doing this, even ones where they're, even they're single parents. It's harder, obviously, if you're a single parent or where both parents are working outside the home. It's harder, but you can do it. And what are your, what are your children and what are your country worth? Exactly, Greg. That leads me to share the title of our conference. It's called Take Charge of Your Children's Education Through Homeschooling, school choice, and activism. It's covering all the bases that parents would need in order to get all of the information to choose what's the best route for them until the school choice actually kicks in in 2023. Mark your calendars, November 13th, 9 a.m. to noon at the Ark Church, 1307 East Citrus Avenue in Redlands, California. Our keynote speaker is a warrior for the cause of children. Rebecca Friedrichs, that name should sound familiar to you. She was the plaintiff in the case against um, the case between Friedrichs v. the California Teachers Union. And she's also the author of the book, Standing Up to Goliath. Mrs. Friedrichs is also the founder of uh, For Kids and Country. So we're going to learn a lot about what we can do to stand up to the teachers' unions, to the school boards, particularly since they've told us, called us parents um, terrorists. But that's okay. We know they mislabel us, and we're not intimidated by it. But we will develop a strategy and learn how we can continue to engage with our school boards. Well, we have an attorney that will discuss what if, if your children are still trapped in the government-run schools. And they are government-run schools. They like to use public schools, but there is, as, you've, as we've seen when parents have tried to go talk to their school boards, they, want not, they, they do not want to hear from the parents. The Democrat candidate for governor in Virginia said out loud what they, really, what they all think is uh, parents should not control or be telling school boards and schools what to teach. And that they all believe that. He just said it out loud. When they're mistaken. He's obviously mistaken, and the uprising through, around this country is communicating to them that, no, we parents, we love our children, and we no longer trust you to raise them, and we will be heard. And where I think, where I think you and I differ somewhat is whether there is any prospect of reforming the government-run schools. I believe that the interests are so entrenched, the power is so diffuse. So it's, you can't just elect a majority on your local school board and change your government-run schools because they're, they're controlled by state law. There's federal law, federal funding, federal regulations, and they're going to say, "Well, you know, we, you know, we, 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 you know, we'd love to do what you want to, you know, assume we'd love to do that, but we can't because of this, this, and this." And you, assuming you, t- you took over the state legislature, 
Well, we can't do that because the federal government says this, and it's up to the local school board, and you take over the federal government. Well, you know, we just we don't we don't control it. It's, it's you know, go, go talk to your state legislature. So this power is diffuse. These it is entrenched with people who think that it should be teaching your children to chant to the Aztec god of human sacrifice, who believe in teaching your children to judge other kids on the basis of the color of their skin, who are teaching them to hate. The country and so on. These people, not, there are good people in the school and that are working the government-run schools, but the people who are in charge of them permeate and infest the system, and it is non-reformable. So, if you want to get your children out of the government-run schools now, or learn how you can do that, come to our conference on November thirteenth, nine a.m. at the Ark Church of the Nazarene in Redlands, and we'll be promoting this every week until that time. Um, it's free and open to the public. Come save your country. I'm going to take the rest of the time we have here. Every child that is rescued from the government-run schools is a blessing for the child, a blessing for America, and a blessing for God. Yes, correct. See, that's why you're here, Anita, just to say yes, Greg. <laughs> That's all the time we have this week. Tune in next week for another exciting edition. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Landing and host of the main event. Heard weekends right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM590, the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.